Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to One Cross Radio, and we're back. Uh, we're on our monthly schedule now, and you might notice uh, something weird with this one. Most of the time, our episodes drop on a Monday, um, but this week it's dropping on a Friday. Unless you're a patron and you already got this early, and shout out to our patrons, uh, Bex and Nathan. Thank you guys so much. Um, and the reason we're dropping it early is um, next, this coming Monday, is uh, part of the Canadian Thanksgiving weekend. Um, most of the time I take that one off and, I don't know, people aren't checking out podcasts as much, so I'm just like, drop it on the Friday. Drop it, drop it before Thanksgiving. Um, and today's episode is probably going to be a little bit shorter. Um just because I'll be honest, I'm not feeling too hot. Um, so I wanted to get an episode done um, while I was motivated, but I'm also not feeling the best. Uh, sorry about that. Um, so we're going to kick things off. And in case you couldn't tell by the image or you didn't read the title of the episode, which I doubt, but, you know, sometimes it happens. It's just in your podcast feed. Um, our last episode where it was a solo one cross episode um we were looking at uh ranking the the predator films um and almost as a companion or a follow up just because uh uh at, at often points these films are in the same universe i thought it appropriate to go through and rank the Alien films. Now, much like the Predator series, um, I'm not including the two AVP, AVP films, uh, mainly because they don't share the continuity um, with the with the other Alien flicks. Um, also, they suck, <laughs> and they're just ringers for for dead last. And if I want to look at the franchise by itself, as much as I do think. Uh, AVP can be a successful concept, has been a successful concept, and can be, you can get some great stories there. Haven't got it on the film front side of things. Since I didn't include Predator in it, I'm not, uh, them in the Predator one, I'm not going to include them in the Alien one, uh, and there won't be a ranked uh, for those two movies by themselves, because, well, they're two movies and they're both pretty crap. Uh, so, we're going to kick things off. Now, some of these, I'll admit, uh, there's one that part of me wants to rank dead last, but but I can't um, because there's other movies on here that are that are worse. Now, the one I want to rank dead last, it might be the most disappointing to me, but it's also not the worst. Uh, so I, as much as it is personal taste and opinion and all that. Uh, oh, also, I got to add that caveat because one of them. There's going to be one where I recognize I'm I'm alone on this hill, um, but there's one that I rank highly that a lot of people don't. So let's kick it. Uh, rounding out the bottom of our list is the final uh, final film of the first in the series with the first four uh, before we start going into the prequel territory, and we're looking at Alien uh, Alien Resurrection. Um, I think it came out relatively around the time of uh, Halloween 20 years later. Um, the oddly titled H2O, it works, but when you're like, water? 
Um, anyways, Halloween is its own thing. Um, Alien Resurrection is is a mess. And the last, and Alien 3 is also a mess. Um, Alien Resurrection did not have the behind-the-scenes issues that Alien 3 did, and somehow it is less good. Um, now, it's one of those ones where when you hear the audiobook or you read the novelization of it, it's a case of the material works, it could just be executed better. And it just wasn't executed that well. Um, it was written. It was written by Joss Whedon, um, and you can see some of the Whedon-esque aesthetics to it. Um, but part of that was like, hey, we're going to play up comedy certain spots. Um, certain acting choices are going to be made that we're going to commit to that are going to be strange. Um, and the movie just it didn't. It's 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 less than uh, than the others. Uh, I'd say it's arguably the most formulaic of the of the all the films. Um, it seems the most like, hey, let's churn this out as a blockbuster kind of thing. When the other ones were, especially one and two, made boatloads of cash because they were excellent films. Um, three still made bank, but it was it was flawed. Um, Resurrection, it's got some interesting concepts. Uh, Sigourney Weaver's performance is fantastic. Uh, the idea of an Ellen Ripley who's like a clone with some of the xenomorph DNA in her, now making her somewhat empathetic to the xenomorphs is definitely interesting territory, um, given her undying hatred of in the first three and i think i read as uh, I, I read something uh the other day it was in a meme where it was like hey if you guys watch the first three alien movies and you keep in mind like ellen's timeline of this this all happens over the course of two weeks um or something like that like something really contained um but i was a big fan of the character send off in alien three but that is enough that that idea where it's like this hatred, but also this love of them because she's part of them. And then the xenomorphs also experience like getting some of Ellen uh, in them was was interesting. The different way they had the xenomorphs interact was um, was interesting. The cloned xenomorphs were were different enough from the standard ones that there's little parts where I'm like, okay, I dig this. I like this idea. I don't hate the idea of the newborn. Um, but it was something that was again, pulled off much better in, in the book, um, in the novelization of it, um, where they didn't get to do as much as they did in that novel with, um, with the, the newborn in the movie. So it's just kind of like, interesting concepts not great execution of them not great execution of a story um there's some good scenes in it um like the xenomorphs underwater was pretty dope um and the uh, the practical effects with the queen um look great the queen looks fantastic in this movie um but 
it's it's hit or miss. Also, Cal, um, the android played by Winona Ryder, I don't quite understand her motivations. Uh, and even after the audio novel, it's still kind of pointed out like, well, if she wants to stop these things, also, she would just out and out kill Ripley. And yeah, there's an interesting dynamic, but they never actually explained what her her motives were and why they changed and why she decided to spare Ripley aside from mama. Um, like it's, it's not that good of a movie. It, it, you can toss it on, but it's even though it, it upsets me less than other movies that will be later on this list. It's the, it's the one I watched the least. Um, next up we have alien three. Now, this one could have been higher, and my opinion on it changes from time to time, but it's more so I'm lenient with it because of all the -the behind-the-scenes issues they had on it, Um, which, if you want to know more about that, so I'm not just repeating, uh, check out the episode we dropped uh, last year um, in our Unmade series where we looked at some of the many abandoned concepts and versions of Alien 3 because there was like five or six different versions of it. Um, Alien 3 really became like a sequel by committee. um, And they eventually just distilled it down to, all right, here's some ideas for one from one script we liked. Here's some other ideas from another one we liked. Let's just kind of shove it all in there because now we got a deadline and we got to get the movie out. Um, They cast David Fincher in his first feature role. Um, and he disowns the movie and you can understand why um it alien 3 is even the even though there's the assembly cut um which is which is markedly better um than the theatrical cut it's still one of those movies where i think i like it more than i actually do because of the promise the story has and it it's better than it has any right to be. Uh, even the flawed theatrical version is still better than it has any right to be, given the behind-the-scenes tumult with it. Um, and there were some really cool things they did with it. The runner xenomorph looked great. Um, Ripley having a queen um, embedded in her was very, very interesting. Although they didn't, they botched the execution, uh, explaining how. Uh, in the in the especially the theatrical cut um newton hicks being dead is very divisive amongst the uh amongst the alien fandom and i know cameron was very upset about it um as was michael bean um i dug it for the story they were telling where it was this was this was supposed to be uh ripley send off uh sigourney weaver wanted the character to die um and since she wasn't getting that happily happy family ending um her being utterly alone uh everyone she's known and started to care for and love is dead uh from this creature and then she's going to sacrifice herself to make sure the company can't can't take it there's some powerful and good story there but it didn't live up to its potential um especially when you think like david fincher alien um that makes sense and (laughs) 
you get why he uh, he disowned it. Um, there are other versions of the film, uh, audio novels and stuff that have been done and are interesting. Um, and the Vincent, the original Vincent Ward concept of it might be my personal favorite. Um, but Alien Three is one where, despite all its flaws, I still I still dig it, and I I toss it on a decent amount, but. It's it's one I don't shy away from. Uh, this next one up, honestly, could have been last place, but the reason it's not is the the things I don't like about it are I I find some of its story is dumb, um, but also what it promised it would be, it didn't deliver. Uh, and it never escaped it. And I'm talking about Prometheus. Um, Prometheus is for me, the most disappointing of the alien films. Um, it was sold as a prequel and then they resold it as like, okay, well it, it takes place before, but it's not a, a straight up prequel. Um, but then there were things within the film that were telling you like by music choice, by cinematography choice, um, by camera angles, uh, that no, this is a, this is a prequel. Heck, we even have a xenomorph on a mural. Um, but then they were like, eh, we're not going to do that. So Prometheus didn't get to be its own thing. And it also didn't get to be an alien prequel, which it was also trying to be and trying not to be. And those tonal things like really take me out of it. Um, and then you got characters making stupid decisions. Uh, and some of which I can like, people will chastise Covenant for similar things, but to me, they at least did a better job of explaining those than, uh, than in here. Um, but as much as I can be negative on the movie, it's got a couple of really strong things. Uh, anytime Fassbender's on on the screen, that dude steals the show. Uh, Idris Elba as the uh, as Captain Yannick is underutilized, but also awesome and also a scene stealer. Uh, he might have my favorite in like he might, might have my favorite scene in the movie. At least it's tied with it, um, where he's talking to Shaw and he's like he's putting the pieces together basically like look this isn't like no this is a this is a facility with weapons like this was a launching ground they were coming they were coming to kill us like what are you doing um his performance there is so damn good and elba is always so charming and so good um the cinematography in this movie is like this film looks gorgeous, looks absolutely stunning. Um, not as stunning as the next one on, on the list, but it also has some absolutely fantastic shots. Um, as much as there's things I don't like in this movie, and those are plentiful, and I think an earlier concept of the movie, um, when it was going to be a straight up prequel, um, I liked that better. Um, I still have to give credit where it's due. There's some great performances in this flick. Uh, the music is outstanding. The sound design is outstanding. Uh, visually, it's it's stunning. Um, 
and you get some outstanding acting. It's not what I wanted, but I still got to compliment it. And as much as it's not what I wanted, it's still better made than the preceding two movies. And that's the other thing where I'm like, is it going to be the disappointment factor that's going to edge it down? Or is it like, if I'm saying which one's best made out of those three, it's Prometheus by a mile. Like, it's not even close. As much as I might not enjoy it, it is a well-made film. Not necessarily well-written or well-executed, but it's the the filmmaking craft uh, applied is leaps and bounds beyond Alien Resurrection and Alien 3. Uh, so uh, Prometheus is in my number... There's been six, so it's my number four spot. Um, number three, and we're going worst to best here, number three is controversially, at least not to, not to me, but it is to a bunch of others, um, is Alien Covenant. I love Covenant. Covenant, to me, is a fantastic alien film. Uh, it's the one, it's the one that really balanced um, the aesthetic from the first two, um, where there's the creepy, uh, that creepy, uh, creepy, awkward, uncomfortable sexual overtones that the original Alien had as a sci-fi horror. Those are those are back in, um, in Covenant at points in comedic scenes, and then at other point, like uncomfortably comedic scenes. Um, and then at other points where it's supposed to give you like be a callback and give terror and it does and it does well. Um, but it also has some of that alien energy where it's it's a bit more actiony. You'll never get a straight sci fi horror like the original alien again. I'd, I'd be very I don't think it would work now. Um, now that I've said that, I'd be curious. Huh. I wonder what a Jordan Peele alien flick would be like. Moving on. Um, Covenant, is, like to me, is an improvement upon, uh, upon uh, Prometheus. Now, it leaves some dangling friend, uh, threads from there, and people who are huge fans of Prometheus were disappointed by Covenant because it kind of <laughs> tosses it aside to a degree. Um, there's been some supplementary material that, like, added added stuff where it explained like, Hey, the engineers on this planet aren't the same engineers that were on the ship. The engineers on the planet in uh, Prometheus were kind of like the soldiers, the generals, like that's why they were so tall and muscular and tanks. And then these ones are more like the commoners. Um, so that part that, that answered some of that question. Uh, the cinematography, like that planet is uncomfortable but beautiful. Uh, there are so many wonderful shots in in Covenant um, that just keep me zoned in on the movie. Um, I buy the people making their stupid mistakes in Covenant a lot more than I do Prometheus, because in Covenant, like the sense of escalation is there. 
Like, you get two people rapidly becoming sick. You get two people rapidly getting stuff, like, violently breaking out of them. That, of course, trained professionals and scientists are going to be like, what the hell? Like, they're not going to be thinking straight. They're not going to be... They're not going to be doing what, oh, don't do that. They're going to be doing the thing they shouldn't do because they're in fight or flight. I can buy that. Um, in Prometheus, it's just like, oh, hey, we're in this really old ship and there's a body and it's been here for ages, but I'm uncomfortable and I'm going to get out of here and I'm going to go get stoned. And Prometheus is it's dumb. Um, Covenant, yes, people do make dumb decisions, but there's at least a storyline rationale. And that sense of escalation and dread and out of your depthness makes it make sense to me. So I can buy their decisions. Nobody is running in a straight line as an oval thing is rolling towards them, even though they can run to the side. Nothing like that happens in freaking Covenant. Uh, you also get the Neomorph, which was kind of cool. Um Thankfully, uh, the audiobook, and I believe this is canon and it damn well better be, um, specified that David didn't engineer, like, didn't create the xenomorph from scratch, which doesn't make any sense because we saw a xenomorph on a mural in Prometheus. Moving on. Um, also, those eggs had been there for, they, they were like, that ship had been there for literally thousands of years, so they existed before David could have created them. Anyways, uh, the movie, like some people thought the movie was implying that David created the xenomorphs. Um, novelization leaned into it more being like he saw what the engineers had done and he was trying to re-engineer them. So this branch, uh, even in the fandom, they're called the Praetomorphs, where they're very, very similar to the main xenomorph, but there's slight differences and they're more aggressive and feral, which makes sense in this movie. Um, it lines up more with like the feral nature of the uh, the neomorph than it does the Xeno that we saw in uh, in the first Alien or even Aliens. Um, so that I'm fine with, like David re-engineering stuff. Uh, the Performance again, Fassbender steals the damn show twice now. Um, his role as Walter and David was fantastic. I was legit upset when Walter was dead at the end of the movie, even though you saw it coming. I was like, no, but I loved Walter. Um, I enjoyed the cast. Uh, I enjoyed so much about this movie. Like, I recognize that there's flaws. But I really dug the movie. Um, yeah, okay. I can think of one part where it's it's hard to excuse it. The the book kind of did better than the movie did, but still, it was when um the 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 acting captain Christopher like we all know it's a xenomorph egg, and it's like oh, it's quite docile. Where it's like, look, everything should be telling you the, that you can't trust this David guy. Um, but at least then it was like the overwhelming curiosity as he's a scientist got the better of him. That could have been executed better, even in the like, even though it was better in the book, it's still kind of flimsy. So in the movie, that part was the that was the one where I was like, okay. Yeah, that's dumb. 
I get it. Curiosity and you're going through trauma. Your wife's dead. So many people you know have died and you're freaking out and this is a lot to absorb and you might not be paying attention. It's not necessarily as dumb as some of the other things that we saw in Prometheus, but it's that part was dumb. Um, just to show that I criticize the flip. Also, something from the book that I would have loved adapted in the movie um, would have been you were supposed to get a, uh, a xenomorph and a neomorph scrapping. That would have been dope. Uh, it was dope in the book, and it would have been dope to see on the big screen. Um, and the the praetomorph or uh, just called the xenomorph uh, would have won, but still, that would have been so cool to see. Um, and it would have happened when they were trying to escape. Like you would have had the neomorph. Uh, running down and then the xenomorph running down, and they would have like gone at each other as two alpha predators would be prone to do um, or jacked up alpha predators anyways the number two spot and these ones you know what uh, no I'll, this one will be controversial as well but I feel like the top two are always going to be controversial um, because you have people who are die hard even though they enjoy both, some are diehard one or the other about which one it should be. Um, for me, number two is Alien, um, and number one is Aliens. Now, why I'm doing one and two together is honestly, I could they can rotate. They have rotated uh, between for me which one is one or two. Uh, if I have to compare it to another franchise, weirdly enough, I'm going to be like, if you ask me what my favorite Star Trek movie is. Um, depends on the day. One day I'm going to tell you Wrath of Khan. The other day I'm going to tell you First Contact. Both are excellent films. Both I don't have any issues with. Both I find dang near perfect. Both have an excellent rewatch value. Uh, the stories make sense. The characters' motivations make sense. Um, both have senses of dread. One is more of a sci-fi horror movie. The other one is still, I, it gets grouped in as an action movie. I'm like, it's a thriller. Like, it's a sci-fi action horror thriller. It's got action beats, but it's not an action movie. Um, I tend to watch Aliens the most, but Alien is a phenomenal film. And both are excellent. And what helps them be so good is... There's tonal similarities, but they're also very different from the other. Uh, Cameron was wise to go very, like, as different as he did with two, uh, instead of just doing one, but bigger. Um, and adding to the, and Aliens also added so much to the lore, so much that people really dig. Um, like the Queen, like the Colonial Marines, and Newt, and... Bishop and so many things it could. It, so I'm going to say it's aliens is my number one and alien on a close second. I have zero complaints about both, about both films. Um, and it honestly, not on a day to day basis, but it depends on when you ask me. Um, they're that close that they're basically interchangeable in this slot. It's not like number one. And then Two might as well be five in terms of distance. Like this is, these are neck and neck. Um, 
that's how that's how close they are and that's why they're interchangeable so for uh list sake i'll say yeah alien is my number two uh and aliens is my number one both of those films are the best of that franchise um and both are outstanding pieces of film period uh great storytelling great films just fantastic all right (laughs) and that's a wrap on me today uh dear listener i hope you enjoyed today's episode let me know your thoughts i'm sure there are some uh that disagree with my rankings and i'd love to hear what yours are and let me know in the comments uh, where where you'd rank the aliens and which one's your favorite. And why is it? Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, and why is it aliens? Um, or why is it alien? Or why are you wrong about Covenant being bad? <laughs> all that being said, I hope you all are being safe. I hope you all are doing well. Uh, If you're up in Canada with me, I hope you have a fantastic Thanksgiving. If you're down in the States, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Take care and God bless my friends. Peace.